the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. An SUV plows through the crowd at a Christmas parade. Tonight was a a traumatic um, situation for the city of Waukesha. The long-awaited verdict is read in open court. We, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Monday, November 22nd. I'm Mike Scott. Tragedy in Waukesha, Wisconsin. City government officials in Waukesha, Wisconsin say at least five people are dead and more than 40 injured after a vehicle plowed through a Christmas parade. Children are among those who were hit. They say one person is in custody and that there's no active threat to the community. Police say an officer did fire his weapon at the vehicle to try to stop it, but no one was injured by that gunfire. One woman caught the moment the vehicle ran down members of a marching band. That's Rosemary Church on CNN. Trey Gowdy on Fox News spoke with a witness at the parade. We're enjoying the parade and had just taken a picture in front of a float, and when we turned around, a purple Ford Escape had turned the corner and was flying down the road, and he was running over people as he went. Did it appear to be intentional? Is it Was it accidental? Was it somebody under the influence of drugs or alcohol? Um, it looked very intentional to me, and I, my brother actually said that he saw the man's face and that he looked like he was under the influence. Obviously, I can't say for sure anything, anything, but it did look like it was definitely on purpose. Townhall.com reports Waukesha Fire Chief Stephen Howard said 11 adults and 12 pediatric patients were transported to six area hospitals. The fire department's response time was helped by the fact that some of their vehicles and personnel were taking part in that parade. At a press conference, Waukesha Police Chief Dan Thompson would not identify the suspect. We do have a person of interest in custody at the moment, but this is still a very fluid investigation. New York Post and Fox News columnist Carol Markowitz reported the man in custody is Daryl E. Brooks Jr., an African-American male in his 30s. Citing Wisconsin court records, Brooks has passed charges of domestic abuse, battery, resisting arrest, obstructing an officer, and bail jumping. Authorities have not released a statement concerning motive. After four days of deliberations, the jury in Kenosha, Wisconsin, returned their verdict. Right on, Kyle! Kyle Rittenhouse's supporters were outside the courthouse, cheering after the teen was declared not guilty in two killings and the wounding of a third racial justice protester. Brian Lesko was there from Los Angeles. Kyle! 
opted to defend a town that needed someone. But the Reverend Jesse Jackson said it sends a signal. It's open season on human rights demonstrators. Carrie Ann Swartz's boyfriend, Joseph Rosenbaum, was one of those killed. If one person's life or two person's lives don't matter, then none of our lives matter. As heard on WISN-TV, there were comparisons to the treatment of Jacob Blake, a black man shot and paralyzed by police, and Rittenhouse. President Biden said he, along with many Americans, are feeling angry and concerned, but... I stand by what the jury has concluded. Former President Trump congratulated Rittenhouse, calling it a case of self-defense. I'm Jackie Quinn. Speaking with Fox News, Rittenhouse gave a taped interview. The jury reached the correct verdict. Self-defense is not illegal. And I believe they came to the correct verdict, and I'm glad that everything went well. And It's been a rough journey, but we made it through it. Rittenhouse's attorney, Mark Richards. He's on his way home. He wants to get on with his life. Um, he has a huge sense of relief for what the jury did to him today. Um, He wishes none of this would have ever happened. Civil rights attorney Leo Terrell spoke with Fox News' Jeannie Pirro, saying the verdict was not about race. The left doesn't care about facts. The left plays the race card because they're racist. And for their agenda, they need to play the race card. That was a colorblind verdict. There was nothing about race in that case from beginning to end. It doesn't make a difference to CNN or MSNBC. And it drives me as a civil rights attorney crazy. Fox News' Howard Kurtz said the court of public opinion should not be the basis for the American justice system. We have to start with the months of media coverage where much of the media vilified Kyle Rittenhouse as a racist vigilante, as a white supremacist, as an out-and-out murderer. When we got to the jury trial, as opposed to the trial by media, the evidence of self-defense was enough to uh, yield a total acquittal. Now, many pundits on the left wanted this verdict to send a message about white people taking weapons into a riot zone. Listen to this online headline from MSNBC. Kyle Rittenhouse trial was designed to protect white conservatives who kill. No, it wasn't. The trial was designed to gauge the guilt or innocence of one 18-year-old man. Now, many pundits on the right wanted the verdict to send a different kind of message about the right to self-defense. But a trial is about one thing. It's about the facts and the evidence and the law in a particular case with a particular defendant, not about some social justice movement. A familiar face in Democrat circles is assigned to make the most of President Biden's recently passed infrastructure bill. As mayor of New Orleans, Mitch Landrieu oversaw billions of dollars in infrastructure repairs when he took over the recovery from Hurricane Katrina. He's been out of the national spotlight since 2018, although he was sometimes mentioned as a possible candidate for the Democratic presidential nomination, particularly after a speech supporting the removal of a statue of Robert E. Lee. Now the former Louisiana state lawmaker and lieutenant governor has been tapped by President Biden as the head coordinator of his infrastructure plan. During a visit to Ohio with the vice president, Labor Secretary Marty Walsh, another former mayor, says he'll be serving alongside Landrew. We're going to make sure that all of this money gets spent in the right way 
on high-quality projects with American-made materials. There's political risk to a role managing billion-dollar transportation projects. Andrew Coughlin, a former deputy mayor under Landrieu, said his skill with logistics will be a strength in his new role. Walter Isaacson, the New Orleans-born historian, says Landrieu loves the geeky details of infrastructure and bringing people together. Jennifer King, Washington. Daybreak Insider's Greg Clugston says Biden is hoping to help with home heating bills. The money is coming largely from the nearly $2 trillion coronavirus relief package passed earlier this year. White House officials say the cold weather assistance is going to many hard-pressed families. But some Republican lawmakers have complained that the relief package is responsible for higher levels of inflation, with prices in October more than 6% higher than a year ago. The price of the pump is still a concern for many drivers. Industry analyst Trilby Lundberg reports the average price at the pump is $1.31 higher than it was one year ago. Diesel jumped two cents to three sixty-nine a gallon. Daybreak's Jason Walker says the president is on very shaky ground. Democrats have been saying out loud what others are saying privately, that Joe Biden's political standing is so weak less than a year into his presidency, he will not be able to win re-election in 2024 if he runs again. Speculation has intensified about the short list of would-be successors. The list is led by Vice President Kamala Harris, but it also includes Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg and New Jersey Senator Cory Booker. Daybreak Insider's Ron DeRoxtra says for the third time this week, the Democrat Party is thinning the ranks. Eddie Bernice Johnson announced Saturday she will not seek re-election next year. The 85-year-old, who has served the mostly Dallas 30th Congressional District for 30 years, joins 81-year-old Vermont Senator Patrick Leahy and 71-year-old San Francisco Area House colleague Jackie Speer, stepping down at the end of their terms in January of 2023. Meanwhile, Daybreak's Bob Agnew says there is some good news for Minnesota's Democrat Senator Amy Klobuchar. It was back in September Senator Klobuchar announced she had completed a round of radiation after having been diagnosed with stage 1 breast cancer. She now tweets, good news to share. I got my results back from my first six-month post-cancer exam, and everything was clear. Klobuchar ran a failed bid for the Democratic presidential nomination in 2020 until she threw her support behind Joe Biden. She currently chairs the Senate Rules Committee. And finally, several luxury brand retail stores in the San Francisco Bay Area were ransacked by gangs of coordinated shoplifters. It happened at Nordstrom's in Walnut Creek. Video posted to social media shows cars surrounding the store, people running out, some wearing ski masks and wielding crowbars. Police say two employees were assaulted and one was pepper sprayed by the suspects who ran into the department store, took as much as they could carry, then got into waiting cars and sped away. Police were able to make three arrests, one including a gun charge. The incident came a day after several high-end stores in San Francisco's Union Square were broken into by a large group of people who smashed windows, stole merchandise, and then ran to waiting cars. I'm Julie Walker. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider Podcast at Apple or Google Podcast, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at srnnews.com and townhall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Mike Scott. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.